Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world. And ladies and gentlemen, right off the bat, I am actually amazed that somehow, someway, Manchester United was able to get the win over Chelsea. Alright, Manchester United fans, see if you hate me already, you're probably going to hate me even more. Because I had Chelsea winning 2 to nothing at Old Trafford. <laughs> well, obviously I did not watch the game, but for my reasons, because I was at work, um, my good buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain, well, he's still on strike, but he did actually text me um, because the fact that Scott McTominay scored the two goals for the Red Devils, for him to text me to say that all of a sudden Scott McTominay is Manchester United's deadliest scorer, well, that says something, but that doesn't technically mean that Josh was watching. He was probably following, checking updates and whatnot, but make no mistake about it. Mr. McSwain is still on strike, and God knows how long that's going to keep going, but at the end of the day, you cannot blame the guy. He loves his club, but he just cannot deal with how much of a mess the situation they're in because of the way the whole thing, the whole operation is being ran, is being run. Anyway, well... Surprisingly, Manchester United, despite just how bad things are, the fact that they're still in sixth place in the Premier League, well, it's better than what it could. The situation may play out to be, but make no mistake about it, Manchester United is 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 still in a heap of trouble. They're still buried. Okay. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, well, the hopes of, the hopes of the Champions League is very likely going to end uh, later this month because you know playing uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, Bayern Munich already secured the group, so yeah, Bayern Munich's not gonna... They're not gonna let Man U have it that easy. Oh no, Man, Bayern Munich by no means, are they gonna, they're gonna say is, Man U's not getting off that easy. But, well, for, in Chelsea's case, you know, Chelsea's still with the struggles, you know, five wins, four draws, and six losses. Tenth in the Premier League, man. You know... And things for Chelsea just, you know, Chelsea, you know, did have that win over Brighton last week, you know, even though Connor Gallagher got that red card. You know, Enzo Fernandez, you know, for, for Chelsea, you know, he's been kind of, he's been one of the players, you know, I've actually had my eye on, you know, as far as Chelsea is concerned, you know. You know, Enzo Fernandez, Palmer, of course, Raheem Sterling, you know, of course, you know, the Brazilian uh, uh, legend, you know, Thiago Silva, you know, in the backfield for Chelsea, so... Of course, a player named uh, Mud, uh, Mikhailo Mudrik, which I again I hope I said that correctly. You know the Ukrainian player uh, from you know known as Misha. So, um, so you know, but you know, like I said, you know, Chelsea certainly has the talent. I mean, they've had the talent for just quite a while. But you know, much like Manchester United, Chelsea's just going through a period of just uh, an unfortunate, serious, and overwhelming bad luck. But you know. You know, I felt that, you know, with Mauricio Pochettino taking over for Chelsea, 
it certainly had the potential of uh, of amassing results, but I but Josh and I did make make the make it clear to the world that Mauricio Pochettino could certainly make changes to the club, but it's certainly going to take some time. You know, and I mentioned all these players, you know, for, for Chelsea that I'm keeping my eye out on, and of course another one is the French defender named Axel Disassi. So you know, 25 years old, and you know, and, and you know, playing, you know, doing his best. So. So, so honestly, it's, it's like I said, you know, Chelsea, you can't deny the fact that the team has talent. And, of course, you know, you got uh, Nicola Jackson, you know, as the, uh, in the front, uh, as a front striker. So, at least, it, at least it was in this game. So, you know, and seeing both clubs, Man U and Chelsea, actually utilize the same formation. Four defenders, two midfielders, three forwards, and a, and, and a solo striker, which, of course, is the number nine. So, for, Ma- for Man U, to, of course, to deploy Rasmus Hulian as the number nine. No, that's actually no surprise. You know, I was actually, you know, when I saw before the game, I actually got an update saying that Marcus Rashford was actually not in the starting lineup. You know, was, honestly, Marcus Rashford, I thought at first Rashford was not even going to suit up at all, but he was actually on the bench, and he did actually end up coming in the game. So, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, imagine having Alejandro Garnacho being used as the number nine. You know, honestly... Anthony, you know, as, as far as Anthony goes, I swear to God, sometimes when I see the name Anthony in the lineup, I'm like, good God, I completely forgot about the guy because the Anthony experience, horrible. <laughs> I imagine in Josh's case, I mean, it, it's got to be more frustrating on him, you know, for him, for Josh, because Josh is the is the strong supporter of the club, not me. But, you know, for me, it, it's in the case of the reputation of the sport, but... Yeah, the whole thing with Anthony, it's just, man, it's unfortunate. But so far, everything with Alejandro Garnacho and Rasmus Holian, you know, Rasmus Holian and Garnacho, those two guys really have the potential of being a superb, dynamic duo for the club in the future. I really believe that Garnacho and Rasmus Holian there really is that strong potential for those guys. And I'm definitely excited to see what those guys have in store in the future. But, Bernardo, we need to see the club, you know, honestly, you know, come out of obscurity. Because, make no mistake about it, Manchester United is still buried deep in the depths of obscurity. And they're not they're not going to be climbing out anytime soon. You know, honestly, you, you start to think, you know, the future of, of manager Eric Ten Hag... And you know it hurts me to say it, but you know some of the some of the responsibility you know lies on him. So I mean, again, this, at the end of the day, this is a team effort. So, but you know, for Chelsea to get get the win, you know, on, on the in, in this one, you know, again, you know, I was surprised because again, you know, you know, the fact that of course at the beginning how Bruno Fernandez, you know, his penalty his penalty gets saved by Robert Sanchez, you know, the Chelsea goalkeeper. I mean, it's basically seeing. Bruno Fernandez missed that penalty. I mean, that's already a momentum kill. But about 10 minutes later, Scott McTominay puts Manchester United ahead. And all of a sudden, Man U is basically basically showing something that they don't show very much. And that's resiliency. So, but, you know, of course, you know, right as the first half was coming to an end, uh, well, Chelsea certainly found a way to equalize. And, you know, and honestly, whether you like it or not, you know, Cole Palmer... You know the the twenty one the twenty one year old attacking midfielder. I mean, Cole Palmer. I mean, definitely another guy with some serious potential. You know, and, and him him equalizing it was huge. And I said, well, it 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 always kind of goes like this. I mean, no matter how bad Chelsea is, but because when they play Manchester United, all of a sudden Chelsea undergoes 
the Jekyll and Hyde effect. I mean, Chelsea all of a sudden looks extremely strong. So, so, so after you know having that that equalizer, and then you know going to the game, you know tied at one, you know, you know, I, I was honestly more convinced, you know, than anything that you know the second half could belong to anybody, even though, even though Chelsea actually had longer, you know, ball possession, you know, completed way more passes. But keep in mind, in this game, Manchester United had nine shots on target, nine shots on target, and they converted only twice. So, Chelsea may have been dominating ball possession and completing way more passes, but for Manchester United to have the advantage with the attack, with the scoring chances, and fail to take advantage of most of them, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is honestly embarrassing. I mean, but then again, all, all the chances that Chelsea had that they missed, I mean, because according to Goal.com, Chelsea had five big chances missed, while Manchester United had only four. So it's interesting that Goal.com, from their perspective, despite the fact that Manchester United had nine shots on target, but Chelsea and Chelsea only had three, but Chelsea's the one with more big chances missed. Huh. I mean, th th that says something. So really, that that's why I say that this game, the second half, could have gone either way. This game overall, as a whole, could have gone either way. This could have been easily been anybody's game. So. I think honestly, the fact that we actually saw a hard-fought game—that—that—that's what makes this—that's what makes this game worth talking about, especially in my case. Because if this—if if this game really had no certain talking points, or if it, if I even knew that it wasn't even worth you know wasting my breath on, then I, I wouldn't even be doing it. But but again, you know, from what I saw in, in the highlights, man, Chelsea really was just trying to—you know—again for Chelsea, it's just. An overwhelming, unfortunate amount of bad luck. Seriously. But at the end of the day, it's no excuse because Chelsea had their chances and so did Manchester United. So the fact that both teams failed to capitalize on numerous opportunities, it just goes to how much, how deep in obscurity that the, the, the teams are in. I mean, I've said many said several times in the past, you know, for Manchester United... That they don't know how to play, and they don't want to play. So, at this time, it's just, you know, it seems that they just could not take advantage of the opportunities. And the frustration, the lack of the lack of vision, the lack of aggression, the lack of the mindset, the passion, the concentration, the team chemistry. When you miss all these opportunities, it these particular things affect you. And the same thing goes for Chelsea, so... It's just... It, it's just so frustrating for both clubs to have so many opportunities and just not be able to take advantage of it. It's it's hard to fathom, you know, like that. And and now that I'm looking at the Premier League standings, you know, the fact that Aston Villa is up higher than Manchester City. I mean, Manchester City is in fourth place with 30 points, and they trail first place Arsenal by six. Then you got Liverpool in second. I mean, the fact that Aston Villa is in third, that right there is amazing. Then of course you got Tottenham that's in fifth. Now Tottenham is actually currently tied with Manchester United, both at twenty-seven points. And of course, uh, you talk about you talk about Tottenham. I mean that came that, that game with Manchester City. Now that was something. So, and Tottenham is actually going to be playing West Ham next. So, well, if West Ham if West Ham somehow actually uh, pull, pulls it off, then you know certainly we'll, we'll be seeing something different. But, oh man. You know, as I mentioned, you know earlier, you know Alejandro Garnacho actually provided the assist in the game-winning goal, and and the way that goal that goal was set up, and how he makes that pass, 
and Scott McTominay, you know, scores it off the header. I mean, there's a little bit of the, there's that some of that team chemistry, the aggression and the vision and the mindset that Manchester United needs to show. So for a brief moment in time, Manchester United had all the qualities they needed to be a strong and convincing and winning team. So, and I do stress the fact that they briefly had it because if Manchester United is to prove that they can keep it, then they got to go on a winning streak, okay? Now, you look at the matches moving forward. Now, Manchester United has Bournemouth at home next, and then they got that final game against Bayern Munich at home, and then on the 17th, they'll be on the road against Liverpool. So, yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind, Liverpool is going to destroy them. I hate to say it, but we all know it's true. But, you know, of course, you know, you know, a few days ago, you know, Manchester United suffered that one nothing loss on the road to Newcastle. Man, and of course, that game against Galatasaray. Oh, man. You know, just so, 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 much ne so, so much negativity with the club, and the same thing goes for, for Chelsea. It's just, oh, it's, it, it's just honestly so badly unfortunate. But, but to see that Scott McTominay... Led the way for the Red Devils over Chelsea, uh, uh, against Chelsea. Certainly incredible, and you know, seeing and seeing the lineup, you know, you have, you know, Amrabat, you know, of course, in, in the midfield, you know, in the midfield, you know, side by side with Scott McTominay, you know, Harry Maguire actually started this game as well, so that, that's all that's always something you know to be worried about. So, uh, you know, of course, you know, seeing that you know, the guys that came in, you know, Johnny Evans, Sergio Ragulion, and then Marcus Rashford both came in. Reese James end up coming in for uh, for Chelsea. So, so you know, as bad as Manchester United, United is, you can't deny the fact that they they had earned this win. And you know, honestly, if they could somehow build on it, it could certainly help them moving forward. And there's a lot of football left to play. But Man Manchester United again is just so deep in obscurity, and there's so many unanswered questions, and there's just you know so so many things that you're unsure of. It's it, the optim. It's just almost. It's so hard yet near impossible to be opti to have any optimism for Manchester United. So anything that happens, honestly, all I can do is just basically I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing else, and the same thing goes with Chelsea. But you know, it was of course you know, one of my you know a couple of my, one of my supporters, you know, Vadi FC, who often you know watches my content. You know, he's a strong supporter of Chelsea as well, and one one of the dudes who. Uh, who works for the website I write for? He's also a football writer, writer, and you know he listens to the show. And I hope to have him and him on the show as well, along with the other football writer that Third Down Thursdays re recently brought in. You know, one of them is actually a Chelsea supporter. So, yeah. So you know, you know, and again, you know, as I said in the beginning, you know, I had Chelsea winning this game two to nothing. So, uh, I mean, I, I should probably. I mean, I obviously I, I gotta I gotta take responsibility because I doubted Manchester United in this one, but. Uh, you know, in the long road down the stretch, Manchester United is still a team that I cannot trust, and I cannot have any optimism on it, on them at all. I mean, I could probably have very few, but the fact that it's very few optimism, it's honestly, overall, it's absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Into the Net FC on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can even find it on YouTube. And honestly, you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. So here's what I need you to do. Listen up. And listen good. Please hit the subscribe button. And please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. And God bless.